0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Paramount Fitness Podcast. I hope you're well. Today's podcast is called Your Circle. And it's quite an interesting one because I believe that who you have in your circle directly influences the amount of success you have in any given area of your life. Now Jim Ron once said that you become an average of the five people you spend the majority of your time with. So I'll repeat that. Jim Ron once said you are an average of the five people you spend the majority of your time with. Okay, so already you might have a few people come into your head, a few names. Now, I want you to identify who the five people that you spend the majority of your time with and write them down. I want you to write their names down. So, it could be a parent. It could be a colleague. It could be a partner. It could be a best friend. Okay, so whoever those five people are, it could be a mix of that list. It could be all friends because you're away from family. It could be all family because... You'd limit your friendship groups, but you have a circle of some kind. So list the names, or at least identify them in your mind, who those five people are. Now, the problem that we have is, if you're listening to this podcast, chances are you're listening in because you want some health, fitness, nutrition advice. So the chances are that your immediate circle aren't necessarily helping you when it comes to your health and fitness results. They might be holding you back somewhat. And this is where oftentimes the problem lies. Because, put it this way, if your circle were all go-getters, all extremely positive, all extremely healthy, chances are it will have a knock-on effect to you and you may not be in the position that you're currently in. So let's identify a problem. We surround ourselves with individuals, more often than not through choice, but sometimes choices can be difficult to make and it's very hard to cut yourself off from or limit your time with certain individuals. But the people that you surround yourself with on a day-to-day basis, this circle that you have, the five people that you spend the majority of your time with, ultimately impact your thoughts, feelings, and therefore actions. And if you're in a circle, or if the people that you do spend the majority of your time with... Are having a negative impact on your thoughts your feelings and therefore your actions it's going to become extremely difficult for you to achieve the results that you no doubt desire so let's just say your partner doesn't prioritize health and fitness like you do and therefore quite likes takeaways quite likes to drink weekends quite likes to open up the cupboard where all the snacks are that's gonna make it even harder for you to stay on track let's make matters worse your work colleague always suggests that you might have fast food Fridays or there's one person in the office that always brings in biscuits that therefore if those biscuits weren't bought in or those cakes weren't bought into the office, ultimately you wouldn't have that temptation. If your partner prioritized their health and fitness as much as you now do, or you are wanting to, those takeaways, that alcohol intake and that snack cupboard probably wouldn't get opened and therefore again, that temptation, triggering those thoughts, triggering those feelings, and therefore triggering those actions, wouldn't come about. What about You've got that one friend. So we've got two people so far. We've got a partner and we've got a colleague. But you've got one friend who actually is on the flip side of that. And you've got that one friend who's really into their health and fitness. And, and they're trying to encourage you to eat better. To make healthier choices. To go to the gym. To invest in a personal trainer. So now we have a ratio of two potential negative People versus one positive people. So you're getting pulled from pillar to post. And then we maybe look at our fourth person. And our fourth person might be a family member. Okay, so not directly a partner, but a family member who's holding you back a little bit. Okay. Who may be telling you that you can't achieve something. Okay, that it's too late, you're too old, or you shouldn't be lifting those weights at the gym or you shouldn't be trying to achieve that or oh you gosh you've got to be careful and then let's add another positive the fifth person that you might have in your circle might be someone who's again really encouraging it might actually be a member of a gym it might actually be a member of staff at that gym it might be your personal trainer who spends the majority of their time with you especially if you train with them quite frequently and do they therefore have an impact on your life quite significant and probably more significant than a family member or friend, especially if you see them quite a lot? So hopefully you've got five people in mind that you spend the majority of the time with. Now my question to you today is, are those five people going to help you excel in any area of your life. So we could go down and elaborate on this and say you've got your five people you spend your most time with for business transactions or, you know, building up your empire or whatever you do. Okay? Then we could have your five people that you spend most of your family time with. Then we could we could break it down. But let's just choose our five immediate people and let's say they have a direct impact on multiple areas of your life. So the people that we spend the majority of our time with impact our decisions. Whether you like it or not, consciously or subconsciously, they will impact our decisions and therefore our results. So one of the things that we really have to face today is that not all of our inner circle may be real. And what I mean by that is, with social media nowadays, you don't even have to be in the presence of someone to be directly impacted by them or feel that you spend a lot of time with them. For example, you could be on Facebook watching someone's Facebook story. You could be on Instagram watching their Instagram story. And if you absorb their content and their information on a daily basis, it filters into your brain. And therefore, can positively or negatively impact your decisions and the worst thing about social media nowadays is this whole comparison, whereas beforehand you you know before the likes of Facebook, before the likes of Instagram and various other platforms that do have a very positive impact on our community before those we only really compared ourselves to ourselves to the people we knew or to the people that we saw and you know, that might have been in that body pump class with you or that spin class with you or, or whatever. Whereas now, you know, you can scroll through your Instagram feed and you can look at the likes of, you know, fitness models, fitness inspiration. You can look at um, your heroes. You can you can see what they're up to at the, t- at the touch of a button. So therefore, we're not compar- uh, comparing ourselves to like-minded people to people that live similar lives to us you know parents with children with stressful lives with busy lives with stressful jobs with busy jobs we're comparing ourselves to people that we have no idea what their life is like because it is simply a show reel. you know very rarely will people expose the dark side of their life on social media more often than not they choose to post the highlight reels and also you know it's the interpretation of that information so for example i could look at a male fitness model on instagram and i could look at it and look at it positively and go wow that guy is in great shape i tell you what that's inspired me i'm going to follow him i'm going to adhere to some of the same habits and protocols that he's done and i'm going to improve myself or the interpretation could be negative. And therefore I could go, oh God, tell you what, I can't do that. The guy's obviously got too much time on his hand, he spends so many hours in the gym per day, I'm never gonna be like that, God. Oh, I just have to settle for what I've got. And then you can interpret the information negatively and therefore spiral into some negative emotions. So we have a choice. And i'm not saying it's an easy one because you don't necessarily want to be cutting off relationships and breaking friendships down but we have a choice over who we allow into our circle and who we can hold at arm's length so friends family partners work colleagues teammates if you play a sport but as i say i understand it is hard to cut off so therefore what i would suggest is For those that you do feel negative energy around, that do make those negative comments, limit your time with them. You don't necessarily have to say why, but it will have a huge impact on your outcomes. And on the flip side, spend more time with those that you feel positive vibes from, positive energy, positive aura. David McClelland of Harvard University did some research and said that people we habitually associate ourselves with determine 95% of your success or failure in life. So let me repeat that. Dr. David McClelland of Harvard University did some research and the people that we habitually associate ourselves with Determine 95% of your success or failure in life, which is is astonishing. So you have to be very careful with who you choose to infiltrate your space. Here was one thing I was reading earlier, and it said, Negative people won't equal a positive life. Now we all have them. You know, you've always you can you can cast your mind back to when you had a conversation with someone and you left thinking, oh god. That just drained the life out of me. But then you also have those other people, the complete opposite end of the spectrum, where you leave the conversation and you're like, wow, like I'm super pumped up, I'm motivated, I'm ready. And it's 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 about taking control over which way or which end of that spectrum you want to be down. So there's a little story that I want to finish today's podcast off with, and that's a story that I was taught many years ago when I was tutoring in Spain and one that I've passed on to many others since and that's a story of campers versus climbers versus pullers so if you're a camper that's absolutely fine if you're a puller it's absolutely fine and if you're a climber that's absolutely fine too but when you meet another one In the sense that if you're a climber and you meet a puller, accept it, it's fine. And if you're a climber and you meet a camper, that's okay too. But a camper a camper is the sort of individual that's happy where they are. They low down the anchor, they pitch the tent, they stay put. They're a camper. You know, life is fine. I don't want any more because it might increase my stress. I don't want any more because it might increase the pressure I feel. But I don't want any less because it might increase the pressure and stress. So they're happy to stay where they are. That's absolutely fine, they're campers. Then we have climbers. Climbers are people that always want a little bit more. They have that drive, they have that ambition to want to tackle the next step, whether it be in business, whether it be in health, whether it be in fitness, they want that little bit more. Some want more than others, but that's absolutely fine. But these are climbers. They're always looking ahead. They're always looking for the next challenge. Never settling. And then you have pullers. Now pullers are the people that see the negative side to everything. They're always trying to pull you down. They're always saying, oh, you can't do that. What if you got an injury? Oh, you can't do that, you're too old for that. Oh, you can't do that, that's dangerous. Oh, you can't do that, the risk is too big. Now, you might be thinking of certain people that fit those criteria, And I like to believe in myself that I'm a climber. In actual fact, I know I'm a climber. But I know campers, and that's okay too. And I know pullers, and that's okay too. But what I do is I make sure that I surround myself with as many climbers as possible. I limit my time with campers, I limit my time with pullers, and I purposely try to surround myself with climbers. And if I, as I said earlier, if it is difficult immediately, then you can use social media positively to get that inspiration from other climbers. For example, if you've identified that the five people that you spend the majority of time with are the reason why you are stagnating because you have a mixture of climbers, pullers and campers, you have a mixture of some positive and you have some mixture of some negative in there, then start your day by using social media to kick off with a bit of positivity watch a motivational speech by one of the greats speak to a friend who's very positive to start your day rather than someone that's always moaning always moaning that the weather's bad always moaning and saying that if only I lived somewhere else I'd be happier no because happiness is a state of mind and whether we changed everything you'd still probably be miserable as hell in the different location that you've desired in this conversation. So one thing I would say is be very careful of who you allow to be in your circle and if you need to start making substitutions and swapping your team around a little bit, do so. But if you want to improve any area of your life, whether it be friendships, whether it be health and fitness, whether it be financial, whether it be um, your career move look at who you are surrounding yourself with surround yourself with better people people that challenge you people that pull you up grade not people that pull you down people that give you a helping hand up And one thing I would leave you with, or not necessarily one thing, because a couple of things have just come into my mind, but success leaves clues. i repeat that. Success leaves clues. So if you have a contact, an associate, a friend, a colleague who's achieved things that you want in life, ask them. Ask them questions, because success leaves clues. Copy, imitate, find out, ask for help success nine times out of 10 isn't achieved overnight or well, 99% out of 100 99 times out of 100 isn't achieved overnight so this will be the final thing i'll leave you with and it's from one of my favorite podcasts by mr jamie alderton which if i can remember correctly is what you put in your body affects the way you feel and the way you look but what things you put in your mind affects the way you think and what you do I'll repeat that again what you put in your body affects the way you feel and the way you look what you put into your mind affects the way you think and what you do so start thinking more positively start doing more positive things stop sabotaging the results in any aspect of your life and start being more mindful of who you allow in your circle I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Paramount Fitness Podcast. Until next time, have a great day and I'll talk to you all soon.